Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour of the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself take you until 2. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6. Andy Garman, a sports director over at KCCI, is coming your way in about 15 minutes. Another Hawkeye Swarm. Trent and Dr. Fuller will take a look back at 1985. Uh, we'll get to that uh, just before we get out of here at uh, 2 o'clock. Thank you to Tom Chattel from the Omaha World Herald. Uh, for coming up with that little nugget uh, in the uh, first hour of the program. If you missed it, uh, Tom uh, wrote an article yesterday at the Omaha World Herald, and it's that time of year, folks. Uh, Never mind uh, Black Friday being where you'll find Iowa and Nebraska. What about that game leading off the season? Mm, No, thumbs Give them credit for thinking outside the box. Put a big thumbs down. We'll start the 1 o'clock hour with another similar one that falls in your lap here as you get to the season where you get some of this crazy, crazy stuff. Um, Kurt Warner's 46 years old. Yep. Kurt Warner's an NFL Hall of Famer. Yes. Got this gold jacket uh, last August. I got to talk to him right after I remember that. I forgot about that. You did get to talk to him. Um, He was at uh, Bush Stadium last night throwing out the first pitch. I watched the Twins broadcast when I watched because I've told you I can't stand the Cardinals broadcast team. So I got a bet with uh, two of my best friends, a group of four of us. Two of us are Twins fans. Two of us are Cardinal fans. Okay. The guys that were the three guys at my wedding. And uh, so we had a, a friendly wager these four games. If anybody wins three out of four sweeps, we buy beer at the first tailgate uh, for Iowa this year. And I said, you guys got to be excited. You don't have to listen to that garbage TV crew. You can actually listen to the Twins broadcast. They, they didn't think it was nearly as funny as I did. Because I'm the same way. I, I just... It's not. I don't like it. I, I don't either. I don't now, when McCarver does it, I'll listen just because. And I don't think Tim McCarver is. But Tim McCarver's done it forever, right? He's yes. one of those guys that you just hear his voice and, okay, I'm going to listen because I've listened to him for decades. Um, I like McLaughlin. Do you see? I, that's the guy I don't like. See, out, out of the group, he's the guy that I probably put at the top of the list. Okay. And, and I'm not a Tim Carver fan. I just. Uh, I, doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Even with that knowledge base that he has, mm-hmm. doesn't do it. Does he talk over you? Does he try to, you know, he knows, and he does. I he mean, does, yeah. And like everybody, and within the sound of our voice, he knows more about it than we do. But right. but when he, when, he, when he comes across like he's talking down to you, those are the guys you don't right. like. I love the fact that whoever I listen to, if, you know, I learned something or felt like, oh, I forgot about that. Or, yeah, I never thought of it that way before. Those are the guys that resonate with me. Um, but during the broadcast last night, Kurt Warner threw out the first pitch and apparently was part of the Cardinals broadcast at some point. The McLaughlin and company brought him up. And Kurt Warner actually, this is true, right? This isn't something that... that uh, it, this, is, this is legit. This is not fake news. Right. This really happened last night. And you just looked it up. I thought he was in his early 40s. He's 46. 40, he'll be 47 on June 22nd. So he's, you know, <laughs> he wants to play again in the NFL. Yes. He wants another team to give him another chance. He wants to go out and play, do a seven on seven to prove to some team that he's still got it and just hopes that one team will reach out to him. What, you have to give back his green jacket, right? 
Because your clock gold starts again, or the green jacket, the gold. <laughs> I got my jacket's messed up. Um, yeah, never. He's never been much of a golfer Reminds that we me know of. Happy Gilmore, green jacket, gold <laughs> right. jacket. Who gives a crap? But he would have to give up his Hall of Fame status. I don't think right? so. I don't think so. I think he because gets... your clock starts over if when you come back. It does. But once once you get in, do you, they take you out? No, it's never happened before. Right. It's never happened, and it's never and it's going, not to going to happen. We <laughs> right. get it. But what goes through these guys' minds? Is it just the? I mean, he was in front of a crowd full of people yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on a playing surface, not the one he you know he became a Hall of Famer at, but in a city that he had a boatload of success. But what gets into these guys thinking at forty six? You know what? I can still do. It. No, you can't. It's just the competitive nature is what you'd have to think. I guess it must be right because no matter what you do, and no matter. Even if you're in another sport, you know, you're golfing and you're competing, mm-hmm. it just... You never get scratched that itch. No, you can't. Re- you just can't replicate what you have as a professional athlete. And you see it all the time. You hear these guys. And was it Rafael Palmero? Yeah, he wanted to play recently his last year, now, right? Now, there might have been some ulterior motives there. Well, yeah, because he's, he's <sighs> wanted to get, prove that uh, he didn't need that right. extra bump to put up those numbers. And he may well not have. I mean, I don't think Barry Bonds did. Well, no, he didn't. Well, the home run numbers he did. Well, to get into the seven, he's sure. Yeah. But he was still a Hall of Famer without He him. was. He was. Palmero, I'm not so I'm sure. I'm not so sure either. But And then that, when he that, wagged his finger. Right. Yes. That was different, though. This one, isn't it just kind of having some fun, though? But I think he was serious, Trent. So this is what he said uh, to Yahoo afterwards. I was actually ready to go for this upcoming season. I actually talked to a coach, and my wife said, go for it. I think it would be great. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone. But then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious, so I think we're completely done now. It was a conver- I mean, think of the coaches that he played for. Did he Did he call Coughlin down in Jacksonville? Say, hey. Okay, but that didn't go very well, don't forget. That's true. I mean, okay. he, he was not a Coughlin fan. Did he call who was the Arizona coach? He's gone. Was it was who took him the Super Bowl? Wasn't um, Hunt? Ken Wasn't Hunt? Yeah. Where's he at? He's a quarterback. He's a, he's a, he's a Tennessee. Maybe? That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, Mariota's there. But but I mean, he would be a bat. Nobody's signing him to be a starter. Well, I wouldn't think so. But he thinks he's going to go have an opportunity <laughs> to start. I I don't know. I mean, it's that time of year, and again, thank you for this one falling in our laps. Right. We'll bring it up, maybe more so because he's an island. We have a pretty good opinion of Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. but this one kind of caught me a little bit off guard. It did. It's the same kind of thing, and, and you see these things. I didn't shake my head about him anymore. Am I, am I getting to that spot now in my sports radio career where the jadedness? You're jaded? I mean, they, these <laughs> things are just, they're so head You just shake your head. It, this isn't happening. You're mm-hmm. not coming back to the Did NFL. Aikman ever try to come back? I know Favre did. I mean, Favre, was, right, Favre yeah. made a. I mean, how many times did he come? And yeah. thankfully, he did too, because he was still. But he wasn't forty six. Right, right. And when he and reached for the, the league end for six years. Good point. And when he reached the end, you know, after they got to the NFC Championship game, and he tried to do it one more year, didn't he? Um, didn't he have to get talked out of it? Steve Hutchinson, I wanted to say, didn't oh, they get yeah. on a plane and went down to uh, Mississippi or Louis, wherever it was? Yeah, Kiln is out. It is Kiln, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and talked him into play, and that didn't work out. I mean, they had a bad year that year. They did, but they were coming on the heels of an NFC Championship mm-hmm. game appearance, and well, a terrible throw to get it's the not Saints Detroit. The victory. Right. That's our buddy PA. But uh, yeah, it just th- these are the things that, that leave me scratching my head. But you can't replicate it, and. 
to play at that level, to be the crowd, you know, the roar. I mean, that's in college why you play intramurals because you don't get that. Or mm-hmm. in high school, and not good enough to play anymore. You play intramurals in high school. It just mm-hmm. in football. They play, a lot of a lot of these guys are golfers now, right? I mean, Romo's trying to qualify for yeah. the U.S. Open. Elway was a pretty good golfer, but still, I don't think that scratches the itch because no. they weren't the at the pinnacle. They weren't seen as. You know, one of the best currently in the game. Speaking of that, let's let's finish this segment where we uh, finish with Vinny Iyer. You know, we we talked about we both think Bryce Harper or Mike Trout or Chris Bryant's going to be get as close in our lifetime to that. I mean, look, I'll never forget Kirby Puckett when he signed for three million dollars. I yeah. thought, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> remember that? I remember it well because my grandpa had a. I'm sure he did. Everybody <laughs> now we see Matt Ryan signed, and it's not guaranteed. I get it, but it's not, baseball contracts are mm-hmm. uh, an A Rod two fifty two, and we know what Bryce Harper and these guys are going to make. But with Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins signed, he's as a guaranteed deal. Which one of these young quarterbacks is going to put the most in his bank account mm. by the time? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, he's not going to have. He doesn't have enough contracts left. Mm-hmm. But Goff does, and Wentz does. And Prescott does, assuming he's good enough. And I don't know if Cam Newton's going to be around. Pat Mahomes is just starting out, so you got to put. And Carr, is there one quarterback, you young quarterback, that whoever's sitting in this chair, and I'm long gone, and you're probably as gray as I am, uh, assuming you <laughs> I'm get getting that there. far. <laughs> yeah. Um, who who's going to be the, you know, the leader in the clubhouse as far as uh, bank accounts? Well. This kind of leads to another question for me. Is, you didn't like that one? No, I, I like that. Okay. But are are we seeing a changing of the guard? Is with the way young quarterbacks are, you come in, you groom them, you win right away, you build around them right away. Are we going to see these massive contracts going forward? Because you know, Russell Wilson's a guy that, that was just brought There's up the other day. There's a good one, yep. That's one that I thought of right off the bat. But there's talk of, much like Washington did with Kirk Cousins, franchise him for a couple of years mm-hmm. and then let him walk. I think it might be difficult. You know, Carson Wentz, if they have success, but he had the knee injury and the style of play that he has and all these different things, is that going to lead? Do you want to give him a $160, $170 million contract? Fair point. I I think it's a question and a concern for a lot of teams. So I I think that's an aspect that also goes with it. But Wentz is probably my answer. I think that probably is the answer, right? Him or Goff? Uh, I'm, you, I know how you feel about the quarterback class you just Ugh. saw drafted. You don't think hitting one of them. I, I kind of give Rosen a chance of him, but, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, Carr in Oakland, he's he's digressed last couple of years. Yes. Now, I know injuries two years ago, but last year, uh, not good. We will take a timeout. We'll come back. Andy Garman scheduled to join us. He is the sports director at KCCI. Trent and I are here until 2. It's 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com.
Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Attention boaters! All 2017 Manitou pontoons are on sale right now at Malone Motorsports. So you can get a great deal today and then enjoy your new Manitou pontoon all boating season. Manitou pontoon boats from Malone Motorsports in Monroe offer stability, handling, and performance. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. Head to Malone Motorsports now to check out the huge spring sale on all 2017 pontoons and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why Manitou is the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift-each-other-up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house. Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. 
tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 K. All right, welcome back. As we continue on here, we've got a Hawkeye Swarm coming up at the uh, to end of the program. Uh, we'll tell you more about that once we get to it. But right now, let's get to KCCI Sports Director. He's Andy Garman. He joins the program. Andy Trenton, Ken, how's things? Hey, you know what? Things are pretty good. I mean, the weather has turned. Uh, the Cubs are on a tremendous win streak yes one and, in a row uh, and i feel great about it by golly and that's uh and, and the i cubs are winning so you know how much better does life get than that absolutely you know i want to bring up elzele in a minute but let's let's stay with the big cubs who you know they play miami tonight and and the schedule really they do catch a break as far as they should be able to come out of the next uh, couple of three series feeling pretty good amongst themselves. I know Atlanta's playing pretty well, but they still should take care of Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from from where you sit, Andy, what uh, what what's what, give me your take? I guess on the first uh, six weeks of the season as it pertains to the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, and I'm not sure how you spell that. If you're trying to to write that out, I don't know how it would would be spelled out. But it's not been pretty. Uh, you know, but I'm I'm kind of amazed nowadays, and maybe I'm, I'm just getting old. Uh, but in the Twitter world we live in, man, the, the first loss or the second loss, yeah. and the world is ending. Fire everybody! Just, you know, yeah, blow it up! And, and yeah. why we suck so bad? It's like, guys, I mean, the season's 162 games for for a reason. You know, just just relax. It ebbs and it flows. I had a guy last night, a good friend of mine. Cardinal fan, former sports guy, who reached out to me and said, "Do you think that the Cubs are getting tired of Madden's shtick?" Mm. Like, no, <laughs> my God, they worship Joe Madden. And when I was there at spring training, those guys all love him. They just not playing well. Uh, and whether it's just, you know, a combination of the the pitching not being there, we know about the bullpen issues, or or any number of things. I, I don't know what. I don't know how to put a finger on it, but I'm not worried at all. You know, because because for every heartbreaking series you have, like when you get swept by St. Louis and you come home and the fish are there and it's 14-2 to two and everybody's playing BP again. So when they're on, they have the, the talent to be the best team in baseball. They just need to do it uh, much more frequently. Andy, uh, the Cardinals take the series with the sweep over the weekend. Are, are you expecting this to be a battle with the Cardinals up until the end? You're confident in your team and the Cubbies, but you think the Cards at least have enough to hang around throughout the season? Oh, sure. Yeah, and, and because they have the burr in the saddle effect. They're the team that's just kind of always there. I mean, they're the St. Louis Cardinals with, what, 11 World Championships, and they like to throw that number around every chance they get. Uh, and they have losing Molina is, is a big deal, mm-hmm. losing him for a month or however long he's going to be out. Um, you know, but, but he is a guy to me that twofold, he's, one of the best leaders in the game of baseball anywhere, whether you love him or hate him, you have to respect him. And quite frankly, him being out, these guys seem like they've rallied a little bit around him. Let's win for Yachty because nobody thinks we can. Um, 
So I expect them to be right there, quite frankly. I expected them to be, you know, maybe third place in the division. I expected a whole lot more from Milwaukee than we've seen. Uh, you know, and I, I just, I, I'm kind of scratching my head at that team more than anything right now. I think the Cubs are a little less than what I expected. The Cardinals are a lot more than what I expected to this point. Milwaukee's just, where are they? That's my question. Mm-hmm. Well, once Miami leaves town, then it's a crosstown, uh, the White Sox for three, then Atlanta, Cincinnati mm-hmm. for four. So, you know, the schedule does, it, it looks as though they should be able to to write this ship before. And I'm looking forward to this. I enjoyed it when the Cubs were in Cleveland earlier, and Cleveland returns the visit the 22nd, 23rd of May, uh, which will be a couple of fun nights, but we've got a couple of weeks before then. You know, let's stay on the Cubs, but let's drop down a level into the AAA team. Uh sure. Albert Alzelay is a guy that uh, nice write up on uh, in in today's uh, Athletic, which I know you're a subscriber. Yes. Trent and I are both fans of the publication, at, or not the publication of the uh, website as well. Um, you've seen a pitch. I think it was the, his first start of the year. Um, you know, does he look as though he's on a fast track? Uh, give us a scouting report. I mean, I would look at him and think. First of all, all things being equal, I would look at him and think. You know, if there was a Cy Young of AAA, a Cy Young Award of AAA, this guy, this kid would be in line for it this year if the Cubs rotation was doing what it's supposed to be. But Darvish flagging. Mm-hmm. Quintana not right there. Chatwood, I think, is probably what you'd expect from a fifth starter, though they'd like to obviously see some more from him. But with the rotation kind of wobbling a little bit, you know, it doesn't surprise me that Theo and Jed are looking down at this kid and saying, hey, you know what, do it. The, the door is open for you to come up here and, and make an impact. And so I, you know, I've seen him briefly. I, I saw him, I think it was in his first home start, uh, and he looks good. And, you know, but beyond that, day to day, hour to hour, uh, it, it would not surprise me at this point if any of the guys on this roster have been told, you're a hiccup away from being here. Uh, because that's the whole point. You know, that's what you want from your AAA team. You, you'd love to have guys that you could season for a while and, and get them used to being one step away, but you want guys to, to be ready that, look, if Darvish is in the flu or whatever he's got going on right now, uh, if, if it's not there, we got to sit him down for a little while. We want to be able to hand the kid the ball and say, go get it. You know, uh, the, the iCubs season, it's a right of summer each and every year here. You sure. guys at KCCI you have a great relationship with, with the iCubs and the start times at 708. I love mm-hmm. that uh, relationship that you guys have. You know, throughout all these things, though, with, with the affiliation and the way things are, the 50th anniversary this year, is it uh, something that's going to have a little bit more buzz as the season goes on in your mind? It's, it's difficult because it just doesn't feel like win-loss really matters with the Iowa Cubs. Well, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with you slightly on there. I don't think winning a championship matters. But I think win loss matters. I mean, I think what are they seven and twenty or seven and twenty one to start the year, and that's after winning three in a row. Um, you know, if you get up here and you win, you know, seven of the next ten home games, it won't matter what the final record is. But if people leave with a smile on their face, hey, that's something. And it just a tough start is is not what anybody was hoping for. I haven't seen a ton of buzz at the 50th anniversary. They're doing some nice stuff, uh, but I don't hear a lot of people you know, actively talking about it at this point. I think they'll get more into it as we get a little more into summer and they hopefully start playing a little better. But right now, 
being at the way bottom of the division doesn't help. Mm. Coaches versus cancer was uh, was last week. All the four uh, mm-hmm. state in-state basketball coaches were there. Uh, some some great quotes came out of it. Uh, these these guys always open up and they're very gracious with their time and it's a great cause and, and um, you know they're they're into it, which you can really tell. It's not like it's a, it's a, you know it's something they have to do. It's something they want to do, which certainly right. resonates and, and means a whole lot more. You know, let me ask you about Tyler Cook and Lindell Wigington. Some good quotes came out of that regarding both of those players who uh, neither one of them is going to get a combine invite. But I don't know, Andy, where, from where you sit, do you, do you think either one of them is close to making an NBA decision? Well, you know, I don't know about a specific timeline other than I know we've only got, what, two weeks left, two and a half weeks left until we get to kind of go time. The end of May is is put up or shut up time. I. I don't know what NBA guys are specifically looking for. I haven't really had a time to, to survey a bunch of them. But, my gosh, I, I can't sit here today and not think that both of those guys would be benefited by being back another year. Uh, you know, because when you're a guy who's not a surefire, everybody's buzzing about you, Donovan Mitchell kind of a guy who's going to leave early, uh, the NBA is going to take notice. Tyler Cook, Lindell Wigginton, they're – Tremendous basketball players, but I don't know that they've got anybody's uh, big league buzz, so to speak. And, you know, it's a long, let's put it this way, it's a big leap. When you leave college ball, if you don't get that NBA job, uh, it's G League or it's overseas, and, and you don't get another shot at coming back to improve your stock. So maybe they're getting great advice. Maybe guys from the NBA are telling them, look, you know, you're ready or you're not ready or whatever, but I just hope somebody's in their ear saying the NBA, the hoop dreams are going to be there in a year and probably be a little louder and brighter if you come back at you. That's my personal opinion, that they'd both be well served by playing another year in Iowa. You know, Cook uh, seems to have changed a little bit. Wigington, it always had that feeling that he was coming back, but for a long while, Cook seemed to have one foot out the door. It, from where you sit and the people that you've talked to, is do you feel there's a better chance he'll be back in Iowa City next season, or or do you think, regardless of what the NBA says, he's just ready to make money and play basketball somewhere? I don't get that feeling. I don't get the feeling that that he's itching to leave. Uh, I think they're both responsible enough about it to to be searching out. You know, is this the right move for me? This is not to me. This is not a uh, you know. Tyler Cook can't stand his coach. He's got to leave town kind of a thing. Um, so, so I guess the, the rambling answer to that is I think that they'll both end up coming back. But, this is, look, this opportunity is invaluable. You know, if, if you guys were still in college and it was, uh, hey, we'll let you go hang around at, at uh, you know, 670 to score in Chicago for three months and, and they can tell you whether or not you're ready to come be in sports radio in the big market, you'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd, you'd jump at it in a heartbeat. This is that times 100 when you're talking about the money that's involved. So, you know, why not take a jump or, or, or take a sniff around to see if maybe possibly you're ready for that jump. I just, what worries me is the number of guys that you hear that, you know, there's 69 guys going to the NBA Combine, and, and Lindell and Tyler aren't either one of those guys. And there aren't 69 drafts That's there. That's true, yeah. And none of those guys at the NBA Combine are, are overseas guys. They're all NCAA mm-hmm. college players. So you got to think, what are there going to be? Maybe 40 
NCAA players that are drafted and save the other 24 for, for pro guys, for uh, European guys, boy, you know, that those are really, really slim odds if you're a guy trying to make kind of an outside run like these two would be. Hmm. Well, speaking of jumps, I want to jump into this, Andy, and I know it's that time of year, whether it's, you know, what Trent and I are doing, we're, we're all looking for, you know, a story, trying to kill segments in, in our uh, in our case. Tom Shash. So that's why you called me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No, we love talking to you. We, we do this year-round. Um, but well done on your part. Tom, I think his, you say his last name, Chattel, over at the Omaha World Herald, and and the and the right. uh, the pieces behind the paywall. So I never read it, but I got to be honest. The headline got my attention. It had to do with forget Black Friday. This is this is the title of the piece, and it's today's Omaha World Herald. Um, forget Black Friday. How about moving Nebraska versus Iowa to the season opener? Now we do have two Big Ten schools opening up their their season this year. Purdue is one of them. Um, I, I give them credit for thinking outside of the box, but that is never going to happen, is it? I wouldn't think so. I mean, you know, it happened last year. Indiana and Ohio State, I think, played the very first game of the year. It was a hell of a uh, game, actually. Indiana gave them a run, if you remember that. And it, it absolutely was. And, and I think it's, to me, that's one of those, it's, it's almost like a, you know, it's almost like a Ball State or a Wyoming kind of a game where that opens the door for the team that, that should never win to win the game it's first game of the year and that's the whole reason you got those non-conference games because there's going to be you know the ohio states and the iowas and the nebraskas they've got some kinks to work out uh boy first game of the year it's a it's a great piece of newspaper fodder it's a great piece of sports talk radio Mm -hmm. thing i don't know if it would fly because i just i just don't know how first of all how ready the teams are second of all how ready the fan bases are. These games are the first, you know, Labor Day weekend. You're going to put, you know, one of your marquee matchups on Labor Day weekend. I don't know if the marketing department's going to go for that. But if what I sit down and watch, absolutely. But I, my trade-off would be instead of doing that game the first week of the year, why don't you go play LSU? Mm, why, why, yep. don't you, why don't you beef up the non-conference with a game that's going to bring up some interest and if you have to sacrifice a home game to go play at an arrowhead stadium or or soldier field or whatever be my guest but but play a team that that is going to get people wound up but isn't necessarily going to you know torpedo your season that's a that's the downside if you're if you're Kirk Ferentz and you line up and play nebraska in week one and scott frost hands it to you uh you could go 11 and 0 from there and all people are going to talk about is how bad you looked in week one. You're going to be buying the eight ball before, you know, before the Cyhawk game, which to me would just, I don't, I don't think it would be a good idea personally. I'm with you. By the way, that Northwestern Purdue week one this mm. year, just to be, be accurate. De- decent well, game. And, and, you know, there's, there's two teams that they can do it. Northwestern and Purdue, that's not a rivalry. That's a, you, you want to find a way to make interesting a game like that, do it. You want to make, you know, Iowa and, and Indiana or Purdue, something like that, sure, go ahead. But I just think of Iowa, Nebraska, that, that, we wouldn't put Michigan-Ohio State first game of the year, and I'm not saying it's at the same level mm-hmm. of rivalry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't waste a rivalry game on Labor Day weekend when, when a lot of people still want to be out of the lake. Very true, Andy Garman. Appreciate you coming on. We will uh, talk to you down the road. Thank you, pal. Fellas, have a great afternoon. You do the same. Andy Garman, sports director at KCCI. Wouldn't you mean... No, no, I'm completely out.
I, it's one of the worst Give ideas. Give him credit ever. for coming up with something, though, right? It's content. It's content. It's content. Yeah. It's not very good content, but it is content. And you just wait. This summer, I'll have plenty of cockamamie ideas that also come. So out. you will crawl under that bar that was set real low, is what right. you're saying? Absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. Remember, I have last, all the faith in the world. We can do that. Oh Trent. yes, absolutely. Now we didn't get together until right before football season last I, year. Yeah, but uh, during the summer, I I have this great plan. I had this great plan for Iowa basketball. They were so deep. Remember these conversations yes. we were having in the summer? Yes. I had, all right, this is what you do. You're going to say, all right, against Ohio State, we're giving Ryan Craner the night off. We're, we're keeping him rested, and we're going to get this rotation. Then we're going to give— Because Ohio State's not going to be very good. And, right, and, and we're going to give Coral Pemsel a night <laughs> New off here. coach, blah, blah, blah. I had these great ideas, and Iowa proceeds to go 4-14 and 14 in uh-huh. the Big Ten. Whoops. And Ohio State has a great year. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll try and come up with something better than that in we'll, the, we'll the try. month of July and August. We shouldn't have too no much No guarantees. Trouble. No. Uh, what is guaranteed, coming up next, we've got another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm. Um, I don't want to, you know, we'll save it, your preview for the other side of okay. this, but uh, the, just for those uh, Cyclone fans that are going to tune out, and, and I understand that. Um, I wish you wouldn't. Uh, but it's it, it's more it's a, this is a bigger picture. And I want to take a minute and just tell you what the Hawkeye Swarm is all about, big picture wise, right? Doctor Stephen Fuller, who sponsors the hotline, Stephen Fuller Family Dentistry, Twenty Ninth Street in Des Moines and Eighth uh, Street Southwest in Altoona, is one of roughly a hundred dentists that come together on a yearly basis at different uh, different points of the state. Last year it was at Cedar Rapids. This year it's at Sioux City, and these dentists provide. Friday and Saturday, they perform dental work for Iowans who can't afford dental care. Teeth cleaning, got cavities. Some of these unfortunate people, you know, they go without, even if they have something wrong with them, say now they're going to wait for this event in the fall Mm -hmm. uh, to get this done. Um, So Doc Fuller is a big part of this. We're going to have a big fundraiser leading up to it. They do this for free. It's over a million dollars in dental care work that they provide. It's incredible. It is an amazing, amazing charitable endeavor that these guys do. We will hear from Dr. Fuller coming up next. Trent is going to talk. Should we tease it a little bit? Uh, We probably should. It's an all-time great season. It's an all-time great season, Hawkeye fans, so think about that. Yes. You'll hear that on the other side when we come back as we move closer to 2 o'clock when we bid you adieu. But we're here every Monday through Friday, noon to 2. We talk local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Final segment here. Once again, thank you to uh, KCCI Sports Director Andy Garman. It's Tuesday, Trent. It's time for the Hawkeye Swarm. Again, this is uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller, who the hotline is named after. Uh, you and uh, the doc are going to opine a Hawkeye topic. You're going back to 1985 today, which was a... Now, how well do you remember that? Well, my my knowledge base, I remember the Iowa-Michigan game. Right. And I remember the Rose Bowl. And really, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was five. Right. So You know, honestly, yeah. those are the two I remember because yeah. the Iowa-Michigan game was national TV, even mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah. And, of course, the Rose Bowl was appointment television since I can remember in the Miller house, we, before we knew we liked college football, uh, that was, we would go to grandma's and the Rose bowl would be on, but, uh, yeah, your extended, my extensive 85 is about the same. Now, of course I've done tons of research. Oh, of on, course. On absolutely. It and, and relived it and talked to the old timers and everybody else. And the old timers. Now what uh, constitutes, am I an old timer? You're an old timer. I am an old timer. If, if you actually, if you have a vivid memory of 85, um, Bits and pieces. That was 33 years ago. That, no, it what, wasn't. What was Ken Miller up to? I was calling races. 
Okay, in Winnipeg? Yeah, um, I was calling races. I started in 81. Okay. So 85 was... I don't remember anything else about it. <laughs> it was a good time. It was. I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so you guys are going to opine about 1985. Now, here's the uh, the big picture Hawkeye Swarm. Yeah, it's great that you guys are taking a uh, walk down memory lane. I love that part. But Dr. Fuller is a part of the Iowa Mission of Mercy, as are anywhere from 100 to 150 dentists, depending on the year and depending on the site. These dentists come together once a year, a weekend, a Friday, and a Saturday. This year it's in uh, Sioux City. Yes. The complex, well, I can never remember it. The Tyson Events Center. Tyson Events Center. And what they do is the these dentists provide free dental care to people who normally couldn't afford to go see a dentist, whether it's a you know filling, you want your teeth clean, even as far as uh, offering root canals. Um, and it's a very expensive proposition for the dentist to essentially, each one of these dentists moves their dental office um, to wherever the event is, and this year at the Tyson Event Center. So we're going to have a fundraiser coming up in the month of August to help offset some of those costs. Uh, but right now, and in, as we build up to that event, just to make more people aware, and we're trying our darndest, by the way, to get this in Des Moines yeah. within the next couple of years. It's been here before. Last year it was in Sioux Falls. Uh, or No, Cedar Rapids last year. Uh, this year in um, in Sioux City, we're trying to get it back into the central Iowa uh, in either 19 or 20, but uh, it's a wonderful event, yeah. and uh, we'll draw attention to that right up until uh, our main fundraiser, which is about in the middle of August. So without further ado, let's get you and Doc in here as you go back to 85. 1985. Get out to your, well, what what was the do back then? Oh. <laughs> did you have a, a long, long Yeah, I hair? probably did for sure. Yeah. You had a mustache. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I I would like to uh, see a picture. I've seen Jimmy B's mustache. Yeah, I've seen Jimmy B's mustache, I've never too. seen the Ken Miller mustache, I don't though. think you will, thankfully. No, no. I don't think, uh, I think those photos are long gone, indeed. <laughs> uh, here's uh, the Hawkeye Swarm. Time for another Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG as we take a look Back at great moments in Hawkeye history with Dr. Stephen Fuller with Fuller Family Dentistry. With two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and in Altoona on 8th Street Southwest. Doc, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Trent? Doing well. And, uh, well, today I'm going to have to lean on you a little bit more. We're going back to 1985. So I'll, I'll set the scene for at least myself. This is really my first earliest memories as a Hawkeye fan, but... The nuts and bolts and things, I don't have a whole lot of memory for. I was in kindergarten. It was a great year. My Bears won the Super Bowl. Hawkeyes went to the Rose Bowl. It, it was all coming up Condon at that time. But I don't have those vivid memories as I do with some of the other things. What a season uh, 1985 was. I mean, uh, I can remember uh, we, uh, I think it was a year or two before that, we, we started off with Drake University in 1985. Oh. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, uh, a few years prior to that, um, Drake uh, if, uh, went undefeated, and of course uh, they had stickers out. Drake University is the, or is the University of Iowa, and uh, so that was a dig that uh, they because I believe they beat Iowa State up at, in Ames that year, and and so uh, <laughs> they uh, there was that little uh, dig towards the Hawkeyes uh, since. Uh, uh, they uh, went undefeated, and uh, we didn't have a real good year. Uh, I mean, we had a fair year, 
that year, but it wasn't as good as 11 and 0 or right. 10 and 0 or whatever it was for Drake at that time. So uh, we showed them why they weren't the University of Iowa, and we started off with them with a 58 to zero kicking. It was, it was a throttling. Yeah. So <laughs> Iowa started off the year with plenty of accolades coming into the season, big expectations. They were preseason number five that year. Just shows you where the Hawkeye program was at that point, and what Hayden had built it up to there. Well, and and we were loaded. I mean, you know, we had uh, Chuck Long in the backfield, uh, eventual runner-up uh, for the Heisman Trophy. We had uh, Ronnie Harmon, uh, one of the considered one of the premier backs in the nation, and uh, who could you know catch the ball and and uh, you know run the ball, and if he got outside, uh, you know, he was gone. And uh, it, it was a great year to be a Hawkeye. Uh, we finished up what ten and two, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, our one lone loss uh, was to Ohio State. Uh, and it, it I, I believe that game came down to the wire. Yeah, uh, lost that one, and that was a CBS game. I, I think the weather was bad. If, if my memory serves. 22-13, I think the final in that yep, one. Yeah, 22-13. And uh, a loss to the Buckeyes. Well, we've seen plenty of those throughout Oh, the yeah, we saw plenty of those. I sat through many a game uh, sitting up there in Kinnick Stadium going, uh, it's cold, Dad, it's raining, can we go home? <laughs> and, oh, we're going to score, we're going to score. <laughs> yeah, but it won't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, it's something that, and, uh, we'll talk about some rivalries and some great games uh, going forward here in the Hawkeyes Swarm, but... As good and as much success as Iowa's had against Michigan, it's been the other side with the Buckeyes. Maybe that's why last year's 55-24 felt so good against the Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. It couldn't have happened at a better time. <laughs> uh, you know, it, uh, it had poetic justice uh, the, seeing uh, the Buckeyes uh, leave with their tail between their legs. And, and uh, I, next time we go over there... Uh, to Columbus, we we better be all hands on deck because uh, if Urban Meyer's still there, he's going to remind those Buckeyes uh, that we basically embarrassed them on national TV. So, yes. but uh, 1985, what a great year! I mean, you know, uh, we finished ten and two, went to the Rose Bowl at uh, uh, ten and one, mm-hmm. and uh, we we were positioned uh, number one a few times. Uh, uh, in 1985. Including the historic number one versus number two game, Michigan-Iowa. I do remember that game, and I remember us uh, eating dinner, dinner because it was probably a 2.30 start, I would guess, something like that. So uh, during the fourth quarter, we sat down, and, well, we're not going to sit down. This will be one in front of the television watching it and watching the Rob Houtland kick. So were you in Kinnick that day, or were you watching on television? No, I was in Kinnick that day, and, uh, you know, when you see everybody swarm out and jump on the kicker, you're like, uh, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> and uh, then they, everybody wished they wouldn't have done that because uh, he got hurt. Yes, he did. He did. <laughs> you know, so that's why you don't do that to the kickers. You know? So uh, <laughs> we haven't seen a number one versus number two since then in the stadium, and they're very incredibly rare in college football, at least during the regular season. Just don't see it very much. Uh, that will always be remembered, I think, from Hawkeye fans and one of the great moments. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if I remember right, uh, uh, Bo Schembechler was still the coach there, mm-hmm. and uh, Bo didn't lose too many. And no. uh, uh, I can't remember who the coach was at Earl Bruce, possibly at the time. Uh, at Ohio State. At Ohio State. Yeah. And so, you know, and, you know, Coach Bruce took it uh, took the helm from uh, Woody Hayes. Yes. I mean, you know, so 
Uh, and they didn't lose very many. I mean, you don't lose at Ohio State because if you have an eight and three record, uh, you're, you're ex coach at Ohio State. You know uh, that that season was so much fun, and even with the loss to Ohio State coming back, but we finish up with the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and, let's uh, not talk about that. <laughs> you just want to leave that aside because uh, my my grandpa maintained throughout that that the fix was in. Well, that, you know, you know you, the, all the shady stories that are out there, and and that. That does kind of put a pall over the season, what happened in Pasadena. It was the most unbelievable thing. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I wasn't at the Rose Bowl because I probably would have gone down and killed Ronnie Harmon myself. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, I kept saying to the TV, Take him out. <laughs> you know, yeah, if yeah. I'd have been Coach Fry, you know, Ronnie, you can't hurt me if you're standing right next to me. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we had, what, four turnovers in the first half alone. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, he was um, one of them. He was nowhere, no, you know, he broke into the free and he's running down the sideline. And all of a sudden that ball gets loose. And you've never seen him. Uh, do that. I mean, that's that was the shocker, and uh, you just wonder. And you know, he he, uh, I believe had signed or was about to sign with. Uh, I don't remember the uh, agent, but that agent, uh, I believe, got caught up in some type of a college uh, football scandal, and uh, he's no longer a pro agent anymore. <laughs> So you, you, you know, <laughs> so it, so you know, it makes you wonder if there was a uh, a smoky backroom deal that came out of that, yeah. and and I think it really hurt Ronnie Harmon, uh, yeah. you know, into the pros because he really didn't last that long. You know, and, and there was an opportunity if they would have won that game, a possibility of maybe a split national championship. Oklahoma won it that year, but they had had a loss during the season. Still, something that uh, also kind of hangs over, but. Well, we had another positive. 85, one of our favorite seasons, and my earliest memories of the Hawkeyes. We got a lot more memories coming up here, Doc. Should be a lot of fun as we continue with the Swarm. It should be a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot of memories of different games and, and seasons, and uh, and then there's some that you just want to forget about, those 011 and that. So, uh, you know, we'll leave those it's, aside. It, it, it's always fun. <laughs> it's Dr. Stephen Fuller and the Hawkeye Swarm here on 1700. You can find Dr. Fuller if you're looking for a dentist with Fuller Family Dentistry. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and on 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Doc Fuller, we'll do it next week. All right, you have a good week. All right, there you go. That will wrap things up for a Tuesday. What do you and Mr. Brinson have planned? Oh, by the way, first before we do that, yeah. I know you have an event coming up on Thursday mm-hmm. uh, and some baseball tickets, both AAA Cubs and Big Cubs. That's right. Going to be out at New Leaf Wellness over on West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I heard the ads that I've been working on with New Leaf Wellness and working to get into better shape. And, uh, yeah, we're giving away tickets. Got a pair of tickets to... Cubs Phillies coming up in June and uh, eight pack of tickets that will be given away to the iCubs. So all you have to do is stop on out Thursday to New Leaf Wellness. The open house goes all day long. Mm-hmm. I'll be broadcasting live with Jimmy B and TC from 4 to 6, but stop on out, sign up your name, and if you're looking to get in a little better shape, weight loss programs, hormone treatment, if you're getting a little older, maybe you're running into a wall in your workouts, New Leaf Wellness can help you out, and I'll be there Thursday giving away those Cubs tickets. And as long as you have to be there to enter, but you don't have to be present to win, correct? Correct, right. So stop on out anytime Thursday during the open house. Uh, they got some goodies there, all kinds of great things. Drop your name in the bucket, and you might be going to Chicago. Very nice. To see Phillies-Cubs, which is 
bigger series than most people would have thought before. Uh, well, not you. I'll give you credit. Yeah. Phil, you were on the Phillies very early. All right, you and Jimmy B today have what cooked up? Uh, we're going to be talking with Alex Halstead. He'll be stopping by talking Cyclones with him. Also, looking to track down our old buddy Scott Miller, talk a little MLB. Ah, nice. Uh, hoping to get him involved in the program. We'll be taking you home today from 4 until 6 o'clock. We are back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you tuning in. Trenton and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. We talk local sports with you on 1700 KBGG.